Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Into the Burrow podcast here on the Burrow Reviews Network. I know it's been a while since you've heard my voice. We've been very busy curating the December content that we have coming down the pike here, and we can't wait to share all of that. And I'll have more information later on in the episode pertaining to what to expect. Uh, We have something really exciting in the works for this year's best of list, which traditionally has been my personal picks of my favorite things to come out in any given year. And um, I'm really excited to have more audience retention and interaction with curating that list uh, so that it can be the best possible list and the most representative list that you can find almost anywhere. Um, And that's coming from someone who very much is like right smack dab in the middle between critic consensus and audience consensus often. Uh, I usually find myself somewhere floating in between or uh, firmly right in the middle. So I can't wait to share all of that information later on in the episode. This is a news flash episode. We're just going to dive into a few of the biggest news topics to come out of this week. And boy, are there some heavy hitters. Um, And then I'll kind of explain later on in the episode what we have coming down the pike for the Into the Burrow podcast. We also are going to have a um, a close-up episode releasing here in a couple of weeks, and then an additional based on a true story, which I'm very excited to share more details about um, that's upcoming. And of course, Cam and Ren are going to be back hosting that show. Uh, you have that to look forward to and so many other things this month, so I can't wait to share all of that news later on in the episode for you. But first, why don't we dive into some of the hottest news stories from the headlines this week? If you would like to support our show, consider joining the crew by subscribing to our Patreon. Every dollar counts towards commission for our contributors and improving our network. Membership to our Patreon grants you different perks, depending on what part of the crew you opt into. If you're someone who likes behind-the-scenes content, our director's crew has access to a close friends group on Instagram, as well as a Discord server and, of course, Twitter circles. Meanwhile, the producer crew is gifted discounted merch codes and exclusive video discussions, reviews, and vlogs. For executive producers that go above and beyond, we send a little special care package their way as a way to say thanks. Whether you're looking to gain early access to video content or listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Close Up with the Borough Reviews, you can find it all on our Patreon page. Membership is a critical metric that we use to indicate the success of our network, and we know that we can count on you for some support. Head over to patreon.com slash theborroughreviews to sign up. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. This week's headlines come from Deadline, Variety, Slash Film, The Hollywood Reporter, and Yahoo News. The haunting and midnight mass duo Mike Flanagan and Trevor Macy have inked an overall deal with Amazon Studios. 
Under the pact, the duo will develop and produce projects via their Intrepid Pictures company, which will exclusively stream on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide. Mike and Trevor are remarkable at telling immersive, suspenseful stories that masterfully keep audiences engaged from start to finish, said Vernon Sanders, head of global television at Amazon Studios. Flanagan and Macy, who have established themselves as a force in the horror genre storytelling over the last several years, are moving to Amazon Studios as their intrepid banner is wrapping an overall deal with Netflix. But. All of us fans, and especially us horror-loving genre fans, are excited to see what Mike Flanagan has to offer at Prime Video. Shockingly, it's no surprise that Mike Flanagan and the Intrepid team would want to have eyes on their content on Prime Video as it has replaced Netflix as the number one streaming service in the US, according to longtime industry tracker Parks Associates. The company didn't disclose its methodology for how it isolates the number of Prime Video subscribers, a metric long cloaked in secrecy due to Amazon's general reluctance to disclose statistics about its Prime business. Still, Parks has been a reputable tracker of the streaming space for more than a decade. Amazon said last year it had more than 200 million Prime members, with Prime Video among the program's benefits. Several weeks ago, the company also said that The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power had been viewed by more than 100 million Prime subscribers worldwide. CEO Andy Jassy said during an appearance at the New York Times Dealbook Conference that Prime Video is, quote, a really important ingredient in luring subscribers to Prime, which also offers free shipping, discounts at Whole Foods markets, and other perks. Netflix, meanwhile, has hit a plateau in the US, even shedding a small amount of subscribers over recent quarters. The company reported 73.4 million subscribers in the US and Canada as of September 30th, up 100,000 subscribers from the previous quarter, but below levels in 2021 and earlier this year. On a global basis, however, Netflix continues to lead the field with a bit more than 223 million subscribers. Disney has been hot on its heels, now at 164 million, and of course, Peacock has cracked the top 10 according to this research. You can find the full top 10 list down in the description of this video. And speaking of Netflix, Wednesday has already become Netflix's third most popular English language series of all time. Just two weeks after its debut, mind you, with a total of 752.5 hours viewed since it premiered on November 23rd, the series is already the third most watched English language TV title in Netflix history. Netflix calculates this list based on a project's performance during its first 28 days of availability, meaning that Wednesday still has two more weeks to continue climbing the rankings. For the comparison, the number one position belongs to Stranger Things Season 4 with 1.35 billion hours viewed in the first 28 days, and Monster Dahmer, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, following with 856.2 million. And a closer look kind of reveals that Wednesday may very well be on the track to surpass both of them. Also this week, we had the first public social media reactions to Avatar The Way of Water. 
and the consensus has been that James Cameron has done it again, with a visually stunning and emotional return to Pandora. But while fans of the blockbuster behemoth that is Avatar may be happy with the direction that that franchise is heading, many DC fans are left in the dark as Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 may not be moving forward as DC movies hit a turning point. The Hollywood Reporter is exclusively reporting that new DC studio heads James Gunn and Peter Safran are in the final stages of prepping their multi-year plan ahead of the next week's pivotal presentation to Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zasilov. Call it rebirth, call it genesis, maybe call it identity crisis. These titles of past DC comic event series aptly describe the state of Warner Brothers' DC movies, which are on the cusp of a new era, but not before a potentially messy transitional period. Multiple sources have, in fact, told The Hollywood Reporter that Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 will not be moving forward and is considered dead in its current incarnation. Word on the street is this could have lasting ramifications on other DC properties such as Aquaman, The Flash, and, of course, Henry Cavill's Superman, which has been the hot point and the hot button issue on social media stemming from this decision to maybe shuffle aside some of the most recent DC projects. Will they recast? What's going to happen with the DCEU? Are we going to get a new character played by Jason Momoa Lobo in the DC film universe? These are all questions that fans have and will be wondering until we get a proper statement. Gunn said, quote, some of it's true, some of it's half true, some of it's not true, and some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not, regarding The Hollywood Reporter's exclusive breaking story that dropped yesterday. He went on to say, quote, Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios knowing we were coming into a fractious environment, both in the stories being told and in the audience itself, and there would be an unavoidable transitional period as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. We know that we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters. We know you cherish and have cherished our whole lives. Exclusively given to the rap, it wasn't Gunn and Safran who were ultimately in charge of striking down a potential sequel to Wonder Woman 84. They had been given a mandate to reshape the DC landscape, but Warner Brothers Discovery had, quote, ongoing enterprises that nobody was going to mess with, according to one insider. That included Matt Reeves writing the sequel to The Batman, Todd Phillips' Joker 2, and Patty Jenkins doing Wonder Woman 3. Warner Brothers Film Group co-chairpersons and CEOs Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi didn't think the treatment worked and decided not to move forward with the film in its current iteration. Gunn and Safran, who had nothing to do with the decision, also agreed with DeLuca and Abdi that the treatment didn't work. According to one insider, Jenkins refused and let DeLuca and Abdi know, quote, know that they were wrong and that they didn't understand her, didn't understand the character, didn't understand the character arcs, and didn't understand what Jenkins was trying to do. Jenkins was told that if she wanted to come back and pitch a different direction for Wonder Woman, the studio would hear it. She stood firm in her vision and responded that if they didn't want her to do the treatment, she wasn't going to do a different one and would instead just move on to her next film. 
Representatives for Jenkins did not respond to request for comment from the rap, and Warner Brothers also declined to comment for the story. So needless to say, James Gunn and Peter Safran are walking into a whirlwind of emotions both inside of Warner Brothers Discovery and for audiences of DC films and fans themselves. It's a tricky spot to be in, and even though Dwayne Johnson is incessant that Black Adam is going to be profitable, many insiders aren't too sure, and it may even be the case that we aren't going to get a Black Adam 2, and all of this is happening at once. And uh, let me just say, it's a messy situation. It's a very fluid story, and we will keep updating you here on the Into the Borough podcast as we learn more information. But that will conclude this week's news update. I know at this point you've heard a lot about our website, theburrreviews.com, but I wanted to share some of the content that you can expect from us in case you missed it. On our site, you'll find podcasts, movie reviews, opinion articles, feature content, and more covering all types of cinema. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search theburrreviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. As a company currently residing in Nebraska, we know how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we are there to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll be able to find a list of submission guidelines on the page, but note that not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, but we welcome all types of motion pictures, short films, and music videos. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. Thank you all for stopping in on this quick newsflash episode as we work to get you the very best content on YouTube and on the site. I want to give you a quick update on some of the things that you can expect this month. So obviously, we talked already about the Based on a True Story episode that will be happening. That will hopefully center around The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser, uh, the latest Darren Aronofsky film. Uh, we plan to dive deep into that and to you know look at the the whole adaptation from script to screen, uh, from play to script to screen. And we really want to dive into that and learn kind of more about that process and really interrogate it. So we hope to do that later on. And then we are also going to do a very special film essay this month, a film analysis of the menu, which we absolutely loved. It's kind of been, you know, inching its way into my top five films of the year for some time. And the more I think about it, the more I want to talk about it. And thus, you have that to look forward to hopefully next week at the beginning of the week. Um, I hope to have that going. We're also going to have Drunk Trivia uh, towards the end of the month, either Christmas week or New Year's week. One of the two, we're going to have Drunk Trivia, and that's going to be just a fun game that we all play here on the borough that we kind of rotate. Uh, it'll be different trivia each time, and we're going we're gonna to kind of just try and have fun with it. Um, it's really not meant to be anything serious at all. Um, those of you who have watched Reddit stories, it's going to be kind of similar in tone, maybe even a little bit more dialed 
back in terms of um, substance. So it's literally just going to be complete chaos, uh, and I can't wait for it. And then we're also going to have our best of 2022 list. Now, this is going to be something very, very special. Because for the first time, we are not going to make the list ourselves. We are going to work with you in order to help achieve that. Uh, and it'll be less of a best of 2022 and, um, you know, from a personal perspective and more of what are the best stories collectively? Can we agree are, you know, what are the best stories of 2022 and can we collectively agree on those stories themselves and how they're told Again, let me preface by saying that it's not necessarily the best film. It can just be your favorite film, too. Um, anything that tells a good story, uh, it can mean a lot of things, right? You can have a really good, solid structure and script, and then you can also have a movie that kind of just you know goes off the deep end, has fun with it. Uh, it can mean a whole lot of different things. It's all a matter of what it means to you and why is it a good story. And we're going to find that out together. So that will be coming later on next week, um, probably by next Friday. And the next episode, we do plan to cover some of our favorites from this year as we talk about this Oscar conversation that's going to be happening more and more in the upcoming months. Obviously, the Oscar nominations are releasing in January. We'll probably have a podcast, talk all about that. Um, but we really are kind of you know at the point of the year where it's time to talk about some of our favorite moments in film uh, from the past year or you know television or gaming. Anything that had a thematic through line, anything that, you know, relied on storytelling to achieve its goal uh, and its intended effect is what we're going to talk about. So that could be music. It could be anything art related, really. Um, and we're going to, you know, have more and more of those conversations as we go on, starting with next week's episode where we kind of look at the best of 2022 here on the Into the Borough podcast for the host. And at that point, we'll kind of release and opening up the voting pool um, so that you can see our preemptive list of nominations. And then we can work together to come up with a final list that we'll have a full video for on YouTube. Um, I know it was a whole lot of explaining to do that, but I'm really excited for it. And I hope you guys take part in it. Uh, we are going to push it like crazy. So expect a bunch of posts about it. <laughs> and we'll probably mention it here on the podcast several times going forward. But with all that down and out of the way, thank you so much for joining in on this News Flash episode. I had a lot of fun talking about all that DC drama that's happening right now. Really interesting things happening at Prime Video. The fact that it's basically taken over the market here in the U.S. for the most viewed um, you know, streaming service. That's a pretty big deal. And it's going to influence the deals that are made, like the Mike Flanagan deal uh, with Intrepid Pictures over at um, Amazon Studios. So... I can't wait to see what all the ramifications and effects are from that specifically. But in the meantime, take care and we'll see you in the next episode, everyone. Bye.